Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's me, Rich Wilson. Welcome to another episode of Insane in the Membrane podcast. I think it's about time we had a chat about men's mental health, don't you? Insane in the Membrane. This week, I sat down with my good friend, Mr. Rob Beckett. Now, I've known Rob a couple of years now. Met him through the comedian's football that we used to play. Um, and I've met him, you know, he was a club comic when I met him, and now he's the king of television. He's everywhere, and it's absolutely brilliant to see. And he, he, he agreed to sit down and have a chat with me, and it was a great chat. There you go, tuck in. I've never heard yet a good quad bike uh, story. story. <laughs> never ends well, does it? Never ends well. Ozzy Osbourne, we start, Rick Mayo. Oh, right, <laughs> so we're on. Yeah. Do you know what? You go, I've got, what? Are you looking well? You're good. What have you been doing? Got a quad bike, isn't I? <laughs> Best <laughs> Next time I see you, if you say I've got a quad bike, I'm having the keys off you. Yeah, I'm having the keys. Best of I've got six back now. I've not got brain. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, well you have. I mean, you're you've. You I mean you've come a long way, Rob. You know, you're. Oh, we you know, started. It's all on, mate. All oh, right, go. Oh, well, like, hang on, be careful. No, about... just now. We, we can edit stuff out. All right, I've been thinking about that actually because like I started doing like prime time Saturday nights. Like yeah. if I'm like out for a few beers with like some mates from South East London. You know, yeah. quite easily. You're effing quite... in a Jeffing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going on a stag do soon, and I thought if they all go to a strip club, I can't go. No. <laughs> I just have to go. I can't go, lads. Can't go, lads. Can't go. Yeah, I don't, well, but also as well, I don't even actually like them. So no. it's not good out. Mate. You don't want to be that guy on the set goes, I'm actually not okay with this. <laughs> yeah. I just find it so awkward and embarrassing. I, I once, I was with Matt Ford and we went to, uh, where was it? It was in, it was in Shrapnel very posh, nice place, right? Yeah. So we were in a pub and it was shut in about 12 minutes. Is anyone else to drink? There's that one bar open. I went, all right, when well, yeah, but it's like a bar, but it's, it's like a pub, but also like a strip club. Went, oh, what were you talking about? He went, yeah, but don't worry, it's like a normal pub but just out the back, you can get a dance. So it's very, oh, I went, what? Right. I went, but it's the only place open. So like me and Matt was like, oh, all right, let's see. What the... yeah. We went in it. It was just like a Weatherspoons. Just like a normal pub. <laughs> there was groups of girls, like, on a, like a, there was a Hindu there. There was just yeah, like right. young students drinking, like old men in the corner drinking. Like any normal pub, <sighs> apart from then, out of nowhere, just like, Girls just walked around in like a bikini going to the dance. But like, but it walked in like a Weatherspoons. Oh my god! Oh my god! He wasn't lying. I thought this bloke. It was like obviously just gonna be a strip club, but he was like, yeah. going out and that's like a normal pub, lads. It's like, it was, and I remember I was like, this is awful. It was so weird. There was all, but it was like all known photos in there, because there was obviously these right. girls and things. But then there's one of them went, oh, can I get a picture? Because I've been doing a bit of telly. I was like, no. that's against the rules. <laughs> I went, what would happen if I asked you for a picture? She went, you'll get chucked out. I was like, okay, <laughs> 
Uh, so you must be you have to be so careful now what you say on Twitter yeah I've I've stopped Twitter now have you I've still got the account and I use it to like update people on like when I'm touring and stuff like that but just bits of opinion I don't but do you know what I found it's made me more more um more productive when I'm writing comedy because yeah, right. sometimes I send a tweet and I thought like, oh, I've been funny today oh yeah you're like, well, no, yeah. Well, yeah but to no ends yeah. but a couple of people looked at it liked it or retweeted what's that yeah. actually mean? it doesn't sell a ticket it don't make you a better comic by just going no. oh, I've got a funny line about what you know so and so you know what I mean so uh, by not doing that it sort of yeah. lit the fire of creativity a little bit more yeah, I was like right. oh, I don't want to produce something you know rather yeah. than just like doing a tweet sort of makes you feel Mate, you know and also yeah. you get so much grief back I can't be bothered with and also, I found myself not really having an opinion on anything, just having what was the most popular opinion on social media. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, like, oh, yeah. and I just found myself, going, oh, that's what I'm supposed to think. And I was like, but I don't think I think like that. No. So I, it, I think by not being on it, it's allowed me to have my own opinions a bit more rather than following the sort of party line a little yeah, bit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, I suppose, because you are, you know, you've worked really hard and you've got where you are. You know, you're, you're on a, you're on a, you know, you're on a level that which is what you were striving for. Yeah. And social media helps you on the way up. But once yes. you get there, you kind of like... I don't even know if it does help you on the way up. It's not really. really so. I think it... I think it's good to have a presence. I think some people, it's launched them. Someone like Mo Gilligan... Yes. ...launched him, like Dapper Laughs. So maybe yeah, it didn't yeah, work yeah. out well. But it got him <laughs> from nowhere to, yeah. you know, a TV show that it didn't work out for him for many different reasons. But, like, you, it can launch you... But I think, really, what I specialise is in live performance. Yeah. Um, and I can do telly well. I'm good at telly, yeah. I think. But on in a comedy club, or like, you know, you come on tour with me and stuff like that, yeah, I feel like yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's where I'm at my best. Yes. And I think as much, you can be as good as you want on Twitter, but push comes to shove. The only reason I'm doing Twitter and Instagram is to get you to come and see me True. on tour, yeah, because man. that's what I love doing most. And I think that's the best of me. Yeah. So if I can talk... Get you in, like fishing at like, on Instagram or Twitter or doing these TV shows. Like get you in, like nah, this is what I'm all doing it yeah, for. Yeah, so you yeah. can come and see me on, like you know, do what I do best. So and I think live's never going to be taken away by no. It's you know because even got YouTubers, they've got millions, but all they want to do is see them. That geezer went to the ball ring just before oh, Christmas yeah. or after, yeah, yeah. That like the guy does makeup tutorials right, yeah. on YouTube. He just said I'm going to open this shop. Like ten thousand people turn up. Yeah, so there's, yeah. There's, it doesn't matter how good your video is, they want to see you. They want to see they you, want to yeah. talk, They want to connect with you, you know. <laughs> and I think, so like, as much as people get a bit obsessed with, I've got to have a social media presence, do mm. that one. Yeah, that's great. But if you're not good enough <clears> at comedy, <throat> all that won't matter. There's no point, Because yeah. you can get them in, but then it'll be rubbish. Then so there's no point, yeah. Yeah, do you find... Um, would you find that your comedy has changed? You're, uh, it, I, I think it's brilliant that... Cause a lot of people... They'll start off doing live comedy and then they'll get telly and then they mm. leave live comedy behind. They kind of go, I don't need yeah, that anymore. Yeah. But you started in live comedy and you know, and you're still yeah. hanging on to it. But do you feel that the, that your television has worked now? You have to be, you have to change what you do on stage, or can you still be um, yourself? I think what, what's really been good for me is because my telly work yeah. is basically me what I do on stage. Yeah, but maybe slightly not as rude or a little bit less sweary and stuff. But for me to like all together now as a singing show that I host on BBC One, it's the most entertainment y show you can yeah. do. And any jokes I can do are very sort of light heart and ribbing. <laughs> and it's basically crowd work that I do that I would be if I was MC in a club. But that, um, that I'm not changing who I am to do that. No. Where someone like Frankie Boyle or Jimmy Carr are both brilliant, but it just it wouldn't fit right no, in that no, world. No. Where for me, and that, where, and, but I made a, cons- a conscious, conscious decision yeah. when I got did the pilots for any of these. 
like BBC One things where it is like, oh, you've got to change who you, who you are now. Yeah, right. I said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in and be me. Yeah. And make no, I'm not changing anything about who I am to sort of fit in what I think the BBC want. Yeah. I'm going to be me. And if they like it, brilliant. If brilliant. they don't, I won't do it. Yeah, right. Because in that way, you don't jeopardise anything. You turn up, I'm totally myself. Yeah. It's a lot easier. You're not stressing about, do they want me to be a bit more like that? Do they want me to be like that? Do they want me to be like Dermo? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just going to turn up and be me. And if they want yeah. it, they want it. Yeah. I used to say to Ed Gamble before Mock the Week, he used to get really nervous and stressed. And we all did a little bit. But I would never used to get too worked up when he was like, I was like, well, look, if you don't work out, I can't open a shop. <laughs> I mean, like, I would, you can only work as hard as you can work course, and yeah. enjoy it and put as much effort as in as you can. If yeah, you don't work, yeah. it don't work. Like, there's no point overly worrying about it. If it no. don't happen, it don't happen. But you just got to, you know, try your best until that point. <laughs> I, think, I think positivity is so key because it's so hard as a comic because yeah. you get so much knockback, so much rejection. Oh, God, yeah. You just got to believe, believe, like, just total belief in yourself yeah. it's the same as when, when I used to do like Mock the Week right? so, that, that is still one of the hardest shows to do on TV yeah, right. it's like because you, you get you basically on a Friday they you know they you know, I don't want to ruin it for everyone but sometimes <laughs> you're not fully surprised by the topics but on a Monday basically they used to send through you record it Tuesday night Monday yeah. morning they send through about a million different documents and then you, you're just like oh my god I've got to get loads of stuff I used to try and have a page of A4 on each wow. a minimum on each topic right? Yeah, right different jokes and then I'd number on which order to try and do them or when to get them in and stuff and but every time just before we went to do it I was like not, it's not good enough oh shit we, well, it's, it's, just, it's just not good enough but that you know because ne- the negativity starts yeah, seeing yeah, but yeah. what I really worked on was that well, like, if we record at 6 at 5 o'clock there's no point continually up until 1 minute to 6 go it's not good enough it's no, not good enough no. because if you're delivering it with that mindset like you've yet. worked as hard as you can on it so then for that hour I just tell myself how great that was yeah right this is great this is great. so good so good. And even if I deep down knew it wasn't, I'd convince myself it was great. So then when I'm delivering it, yeah. you're delivering it like it's the best thing I've ever written. I just, yeah, I'm a big believer in just, you've got to be, keep positive just, yeah. and just plough on, basically. And just not allow to... But I, yeah. also as well, I'm not very good at noticing when someone don't like me. Right? <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever met anyone. Well, I've obviously met people that haven't liked me because yeah. it's, it's mental just, to yeah. assume that everyone that's ever met you is liked you. Yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. So even if you're the nicest person ever, you have an off day. Could, yeah. Right? <laughs> but I could not tell you who those people are. I could not... Not I, an no, inkling, nothing. Not even a... <laughs> so, 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 when I did the first episode of Mock the Week, this, this was a, when I first did the episode, it was... At the end of it being really tough, when it was like yeah. Chris Adamson was still on it, yeah, and right. I think it was it. I was on with Chris Adamson, Ed Byrne, Chris Ramsey, and it was still like because that when yeah, quite, quite, is it quite like, combative, quite combative, yeah. right? Anyway, I didn't really. Everyone's like, so intimidating, it's so intimidating, and I thought that meant like Dara, who is lovely by the way, was going to like call me and go, "You talk over me, I'll fucking bash yeah, right." I, I thought he was going like, to offer me out. I thought, for me, that's intimidating, <laughs> yeah. not like a roll of the eyes. <laughs> And one of the Walmart guy said to me, oh, God, you did so well because they were really, like, gunning for you there. I went, were they? <laughs> Completely oblivious. No idea. <laughs> no, literally no idea. And have you always been like that, right, through your life? Or do you think um, that's just since you've been doing comedy? I think I'm a little bit oblivious because I'm so... I've got a bit ADHD, so I'm You're always right, thinking of something right, else. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, not very good, you know, to pick up on that kind of stuff. But I, d- I don't know, really. I just sort of bounce around yeah. through everywhere and just sort of... Your I, energy's great. I've always found that with you. Like yeah. I said to you, you're always... Up, you're always on the up. Yeah, like, even I imagine you. Of course you do. You're a human being. You have days when you're like, yeah, of oh, course. Fuck this. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, but I, I'm naturally sort of like on the up. But then I do have massive like lows and sh- like and and like when I was a kid, like yeah. people just assume that I've always been like 
Yeah, yeah. I'll go and do a big <laughs> But I, I remember like, I'd get like, if I just dropped a glass, I'd cry. Yeah, One of them right. kids, like nervous kid, anxious, worried, and then like, like petrified of doing talks in front of people at yeah, school yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I'm really nervous and worried. And then it's only through years of doing gigs that I've got more. When I first started, I still talk fast now, but I was like, <laughs> I was so nervous on stage. Yeah. But just by re- repeating, like, keep doing it and doing it, you sort of get more comfortable. It's yes. just like hours on stage and. You know, if I am down and not feeling right, I might listen to like motivational right. videos on YouTube. Or if it's all too much, I'll do mindfulness. But I am up, but I have to. It's like a chemistry. I have to balance that. Yeah, right. To work my, it with my with like uppers and downers of like audio, basically. Yeah, you know? right. So I, I have to. And sometimes I'm too up, and I have to bring it down with mindfulness. <laughs> if I'm too down, I'll listen to like an Eric Thomas thing where he tells me I'm the best that's ever existed. <laughs> but you just got to just sort yeah. of balance it out. You that's know really I mean? interesting. Yeah, I think that's. I can't because I can't listen to um, sad music. Oh, really? Because so, I really love music. Yeah. And my, my, again, my missus is always like, You can't listen to sad music. What's wrong with you? I go, Because it makes me sad. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be sad. Yeah, exactly. I'm battling that sadness all the time. Yeah. I want to be positive, like, you know, like yeah. yourself and moving forward. I, I, I can't, I don't have time for melancholy. And, and, but it's sometimes you know. nice to embrace it. So if you're feeling a bit sad, just go for it, whole hog. Yeah, right. And sometimes. Sort of weeping I, outside of a rainy window. <laughs> yeah, but then I, I sort of find that quite funny. But I think, how sad can I try and make myself? <laughs> so even you being, being <laughs> negative is still a positive. Yeah, but then that's the way to look at it, do you know what I mean? Because um, I, I remember Steve Coogan said a thing once where he was really upset about something, he was crying, not really like. You know, like when you're like broken hearted as yeah, like a yeah. 19 or something, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like really just on your own and you're really sort of fucked himself in the mirror crying. He went, it's quite funny, isn't it, grief? <laughs> just being so like, <laughs> just broken. <laughs> it's good to, it's good to, it is good when you have those, I've had those moments where I've just, I've just collapsed and just, I'm bawling my eyes out and for whatever reason, there is a definite feeling of catharsis. Like afterwards, you feel. Yeah. Yeah, oh God, I feel, oh, I feel better. Yeah, it's, it's out. Yeah, well, but but I, but I can be like, oh, I can go for a stage where like I feel like absolutely unstoppable. Like yeah. I'm gonna fucking do anything I want. This is ridiculous. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the point will be like, I don't, we have enough for the mortgage next week. I know for a fact there is enough for the yeah, mortgage. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least you can look at the bank. Like, right, we've definitely got at least three months. Right? Like, no, for a fact. I'm all good. I'm but, all even, good. but I will be worried about the next month, even though it's sort of totally like over the top and yeah, catastrophic yeah, yeah. thinking for no reason but but then you just sort of I, I use a lot of like you know mindfulness and CBT and stuff like right. that to sort of acknowledge that feeling yeah. sometimes if I'm re- feeling really fed up or like got no like respect for myself and just like you're, you're not actually any good well that's negative right, right, right. I wrote that I write bullet point every one of those negative faults right mm-hmm. and just log them then don't go over them just put them away put them in a bag or whatever yeah. and then either make a conscious decision when I'm feeling up to look at that list right. and then I write my response so it's almost like my negative brain actually talks wow. to my positive brain. So then I go down and sometimes I laugh at it. But I can't believe at some point I thought I weren't any good at this. <laughs> I'm a legend. Yeah, exactly. But then hopefully you're about somewhere in the middle. Yeah, right. And and, and that, but that, I've done that before and that really helped where yeah. I had that written down on one side. And I was looking at it and I'm going, that's insane. I can't believe I thought that. Good. Well, that's the thing. It's, we're lucky to do what we do. But at the same time, there's, like everything, it comes with its own stresses. Yeah. And it sounds like you've got a, you've got a handle on how you handle those yeah. stresses. You got you you got your things that you do. And well, when it, when I when I first so I started 
10 years ago and then after about th- two or three years I got a job doing that I'm a celebrity right, get me yeah, out of yeah, here yeah. now which was a massive show on ITV2 still is obviously yeah. gets like one or two million viewers which Amazing. is massive right yeah. so that for me was a great opportunity but I went on and I was very green I was alright but not as good as Russell Kane who I was oh, that's replacing right, yeah. Russell Kane is one of the best live performers yeah. in the country yeah. like when he's on full on a tour he's incredible yeah. right so I was following him after him doing three years and I was alright but I got Absolutely killed on Twitter. I'd say a hundred tweets after every show. Who's really? This, who's this shit fat idiot? Like some stuff about like my what, what I look like, my, my weight, my comedy, just yeah. everything. You know, just abuse and abuse and abuse. Um, so like loads of it, on, and it was all quite new social media then as well. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. My, but my followers are going up and all that. But it was just like, and it was twenty one days in a row of doing the show, and, and every day was just yeah, some so sort I had to work of... nights. So you got picked up at ten at night. Yeah, got taken to a jungle. I had to watch the show and I had to write three minutes of stand-up yeah, right. about the show with no writer or anyone just on my own Wow! and then we rehearsed it and I did it live on the show at 8am in the morning and had anyone gone over it to go it was Steve Parry who's a brilliant oh, writer Steve, yeah, writes yeah, yeah. the actual words of the show that like Laura Whitmore would use to present the show Right. and he'd come with me and go over it and like work yeah. through it with me but he wasn't he had another job he only did that because he was a pal and he was yeah. being helpful but I had to write three minutes of stand-up every day and some days were good some days were bad wow. and, I, and I had to write a bit for the end so it was really and this is your show. first big TV first job TV film. also I've only been I've never even done a school play. <laughs> I did some open mic gigs. Did the Edinburgh Fringe. Got on. Somehow got on the telly, and now I'm just on the telly on my own. No idea what I'm doing. And, and you're the other side of the world I didn't as even well. Have a laptop. I had to buy a laptop for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Can they you... And I'm on the other side of the world in the jungle doing nights, <laughs> following out and deck. Oh man! So I did 21 shows in a row. Yeah. That's what it is. Brutal schedule. Killer. And then it, I just come home and I was just so down. It just, I just killed it. Exhausted yeah. me, and I had all these, all this negativity coming about. And, yeah, right. and everyone was going. Everyone, all my mates thought I got paid like ten million pounds. <laughs> so they all, thought, you didn't really. It was like good, decent money, but it weren't life changing money. No. Like it was just like it, it was basically that job was like having a decent office job. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I had to work one month for it, right? Yeah. Which is good, but then and you were getting sold that abuse. Yeah, but I don't fucking work that. anywhere else. <laughs> Basically, I'm just the same money as my mates was working in an office. <laughs> everyone thought I was like king of the yeah, telly. Yeah, yeah. And, then everyone, and then loads of people shouting and stuff at me from like, because basically, I, I come back from that and I was basically famous. Yeah. Like in the, that small world of yeah, people yeah, that watch yeah. it. Not like mega famous, but. Well, I, I remember was, when, when you and I would go and play squash. Yes. And yeah. then there was that, I, it was one time that we, we were just queuing up to pay and there was. Yeah. You could see people, they weren't necessarily coming over to you. But, but it was a were, different reaction. Yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. And it literally went from. For like literally within a month and I didn't notice it gradually because I was in Australia and I come back yeah. after a month and it was like oh you're a bit famous now but like instantly you yeah, weren't yeah, any yeah, sort yeah, of like yeah. slow process because two million people watching every night for they just knew you yeah and it was all just like normal people in the street type people yeah, yeah, yeah. That show. so then I found that really really difficult and I just wasn't coping with it no. really stressed and then I was really just down so that, that then I went to the GP and then right. they just referred me for some like counselling sessions yeah so I had like, not like 10 counselling sessions all on the NHS. And that was amazing. It was really good because I could talk it all through and work it all out. Brilliant. And then I read the Ruby Wax book, The Same New World, which was like my Bible of yeah, right. calming my brain down a bit. And everything she said she went through, I was like, oh, that's what I'm like. And I find a lot of stuff about mental health, the books are too wordy and too academic. Yeah. This book's great because Ruby studied to be a psychologist because she'd got like mental health problems, been to the prior and right. stuff. She studied to be a psychologist and said, okay, I understand how to help people with these problems, but why is that happening? And they went, well, I don't know, speak to a brain yeah, doctor. Right. <laughs> so she studied 
neuroscience at Oxford. Really? So she's got a degree in neuroscience and she's a psychologist. So she's done both sides wow. of it. So she knows why it happens. Yeah. And she knows what you to say to make you feel better about Holy shit. And improve it. And she does a brilliant live show, yeah. Saving the World. And all this and then the book's amazing. So I read that, did loads of C B T and then did mindfulness, right. meditation, which really helped. And then recently I do the if I'm lacking a bit of confidence do like you know motivational things on yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing I listen to if I'm going to the gym <clears throat> do you know what I mean but like I might listen to that before a gig just yeah. to pep me up a little bit <laughs> like an Al Pacino speech from any given oh, yeah. Sunday but that yeah so that basically the, that counselling I've never really had to go counselling but I haven't had to go counselling since but it was just such an influx of just see, pressure yeah. instant pressure and I, and I was exhausted and no like, one had warned you before no I had nothing and I was sort of like here you come, Rob. Off you go. Like, yeah, they were lovely yeah, though, on the yeah, show. Right. And if I asked for help, they probably would have helped me. But yeah. it was just like chucked into the firing line almost, and it was just too much. But the the, the, the counselling helped me bring it all down yeah, and calm it. Right. And then then I throughout the counselling, they gave me like CBT stuff to do and yeah. mindfulness. And then that now right. keeps me on the right path. The same way if I get a fat belly, I go on the treadmill. Yeah, right. If I'm getting a bit stressed and down, I'll listen to motivational speaching or, yeah. or or do mindfulness so you've got or, things in place or read now. that book or do a scene yeah. so I've got the, the things in place which help me keep it level yeah, so it doesn't right. go too far one way or the other see that's really interesting because mm. when I was growing up I know I'm a bit older than you mm. but that people like men talk about feelings and men having yeah. going to see a counsellor which I, I, I've had counselling as well <clears throat> I think it's important I think everybody needs someone that talk, you know, yeah. yeah go and talk to someone mm. But growing up, you would have been seen as, like, oh, what are you doing that for? Yeah. You know, what, it's, it wasn't very manly. I think it's changing a little bit now. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's still got a long way to go. But I think, yeah, people are just aware that you just need to yeah. need to just talk and get stuff. To, it's, you know, because, you, you, you know, you, yeah, your brain's just a part of your body the same way as yeah. if you was limping into the pub, your mates wouldn't go, well, you're going to go and see a physiotherapist. <laughs> what, are you some sort of fucking tar? <laughs> physiotherapist, just limp. Just limp and be sad. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just deal with it, mate. Yeah, I've yeah. got a broken arm. What are you going to go see some, blood, some doctor or something, you loser? <laughs> but it's just, the, the, the thing yeah. now is just that people have to accept it's just a different part, you know, yeah. of your yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. The same way it's like, if, you, you know, if, you've got, if you're diabetic, you're allowed some insulin. <laughs> <laughs> no one goes fucking pussy have a sausage well, it's just absolutely pussy regulating their sugar <laughs> yeah. Emily Dean's got a really good podcast she right. does called Walking the Dog and she asks a lot of people that question like yeah. what is it you think when you leave a room like what do you think people are thinking uh, yeah. about like which is a good question like I think sometimes if I leave a room like people what could be as negative I see as a positive people yeah. go God, he's relentless, isn't he? He don't stop, does he? And that, for me, I'm like, yeah, I know, it's great. That, for me, is like, when people say to me, God, you're relentless, you don't shut up. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm busy, I've got, I've got the stuff I want to do. Like, I want to just Living sit. life. I'm like, I'm fucking loving it, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I sort of, but I'm very good at any negative, I, I think it's just through practice, just turn a negative into a positive. That's like, yeah. so I'm quite good at being out, like being able yeah. to do and I enjoy twisting it. So if anyone said, oh, well, that'd be good because of that. Yeah. And right. we've got, and like, forget it, move yeah. on. Yeah. That's what I've always liked about you. Every time I've spent time with you, there's definitely, you do definitely come away from you feeling buoyed and you kind of go, well, oh, that's I'm, nice I'm pumped, mate. Yeah. Like that first time I went, I came and did your radio show, Absolute. Oh yeah. And I, I'd never really done it before and it was about football and I don't really follow football so I was all nervous. I'm yeah. like, what am I going to talk about? Oh God. And as I walk into the brand new, brand new painted fucking doors, I yeah. dropped me coffee and it went everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Oh, and then you came out, you went, what have you done? I went, oh, I've just done. Went, and you were like, oh, all right, we'll sort it out. Don't worry about that. And you were just so like, it doesn't matter. Come on, come and do this. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It oh, doesn't matter. I've got on in radio yeah. studios in the 80s, mate. <laughs> <laughs> People kept jumping yeah. at me. It's been a lot worse than that. <laughs> 
But even yeah. that, you're you're just very you're very good at uh, just picking up, picking people up, and going, yeah, we're doing this. Like when we've been on tour, you know, and I've supported you on tour, and and just you know, after after I've been on, and you've gone, you've been really positive about about what I did, and yeah. it's 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 a credit to you, mate. To, oh, thanks. That's very that. kind of yeah, you. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you're doing, it's working. Well, I think I'd, it's it's more of a happy accident than anything I sort of planned. <laughs> I just I just think it's so hard. If it's so hard what we're trying to do what, what, mm. just, but life in general whether it's comic like if you're not a comic comic listens it's so hard to go to work make sure that you're there for the kids or yeah, your mum your dad your brothers and but they're for your mates it's so hard to do it and like you feel like when you feel like you can't do it like if you don't believe that you could do it then why should anyone else yeah. do it and I've always been you know quite a good like I don't know I feel like I've always made a good salesperson. I'm just sort of like I just sort of like I could just sell stuff yeah. so I can just <laughs> Even I sell myself. Yeah, like yeah. I sell, like, but like I sell, I sell something to myself. If I'm like, oh, that's not really very good. Like, yeah, well, Rob, because of this, because of that, and just bullshit. <laughs> it's mainly bullshit. Yeah, but, like, but it, it, but it works. Yeah, of course it is. Isn't so it? as long as it gets you through, <laughs> it's like, nonsense. I've, I've got to put like, and it's the same with like gigging now. Like I had, I had, a, I died on my ass a few weeks ago. Like this corporate gig, and like, but like brutally died on my ass. Oh really? But, but I've, 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 I've got to the point now where I will still deliver it like I am smashing the O2. <laughs> I will still... Yeah, I'm dying inside. Like, my, yeah, can, you, you know, sort of that, like, you know, like in the Back to the Future when he starts just falling away from oh, the yeah. picture? That's how I feel. I feel like my body's just falling apart and it's just a head trying to talk. And that's how I feel inside. But I've got, I've got good at just looking like, yeah. this is good, isn't it? And then I come off. I came up and I come off and walked that door and I was with a tour manager. I just sprinted, just ran away. Flight reaction, I just sprinted back to my hotel room because <laughs> I had to like, have the release because yeah, I'd course. sort of been putting up that wall. And I was like, yeah. on the drive back, I was so funny, I was just sitting there like in silence. And then occasionally I was all going, oh, oh. Was just like, going back over it. <laughs> and then it sounded like, and then like yeah, the, 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 the promoter person was like, okay, yeah, well, but in, to be fair as well, it weren't that bad. No. But for me, you, you've got a certain level. level. That, I mean, yeah. like, people watch it. They were, there wasn't complete silence. So people laughing at bits and stuff mm. like that. And it's not me trying to big myself up no. on that, but like, people say, oh, don't But like, it was bad, but they wouldn't really have noticed that right, much. Because right, right. if they saw my gig the night before and then saw that, they'd have gone, that way well wasn't as good as before. <laughs> but like, it's, it's more like your own self. Of course it is, yeah. And like, and I was like, and then I was like, this I was like yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, really respectful crowd, really listen, really, really intently <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me, like, that's me. <laughs> but I will forget that ever. What if a, a bad like memory yeah. of something? I will just forget it happens. So if someone goes to me, I remember that time I get her. No, and I'm not. No. I genuinely go, like, oh yeah, but my brain just goes get rid, get, yeah, get rid yeah, of that. Why lug it about? Exactly. So yeah. I'm quite gonna just drop it because yeah, because then the top, the the, uh, the tour manager broke texted me this morning and he, he missed a couple of turnoffs on the way back and he texted me oh. Thanks for last night. I was like, oh, sorry, I was a bit of a div, missing a couple of turn offs, but yeah. we got home in the end. Um, yeah, good gig. And I was like, because yeah, I hadn't had his number saved. Yeah, right. Who's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that bloke, that gig I died last night. But because my brain had already deleted it. It's just gone it. like, nah, no point. <laughs> There's no point in that being in there. Because if you keep it in there, I'll be on stage on tour, and all of a sudden it's sort of going okay. So you go, remember that time you oh, died? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I did that recently. I've, I have to physically tell myself to stop worrying about stuff I did when I was ten. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why, are you, why are you remembering that? Like, I was, it was. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, that was it. It was. It was last year, so it was yeah. 2018. And then I'd gone oh, 30 years ago. I left school 30 years yeah. ago, and then I had that job at Curry selling tellies. 
And then I've decided I didn't want to go and I was crying down the phone to the fella because I didn't want to do it. And it's all that shame. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, what am I lugging that about? I know. That bloke doesn't remember who I was. Yeah. Just some kid from the... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's the same with like sometimes I used to worry like what I was wearing a lot, right. like going out for a night out. Remember that? Yeah. What I'm gonna wear. Then I remember at one point I had realization. I was in a bar. I went, no one cares because no. they're all worried about what everyone else is thinking about their outfit. <laughs> so you've got a room full of people worried yeah. about what everyone thinks of their outfit, but no one's looking. No one's looking because <laughs> they're all worried about their own one. Yeah. And I went, this is great. Yeah. I don't have to care now <laughs> because they don't care. No. They're worried about what they've got. <laughs> So it's like, I can do what I want. Yeah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> I think as well, I've been quite lucky, but my mum's, my mum and dad have always been very like positive and confident and belief in me yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And like really sort of like quite wise, like wise things were like, I mean, once I was at union, I tried to become the entertainment officer, which basically meant you booked the entertainment yeah. in the week in the union. I thought, that'd be a great job. Basically, start trying to get into comedy, but not doing it properly. <laughs> and then I lost out. You have to get a vote. And I lost out. And I went to, I just texted my mum, I went, I lost, I lost, oh, I lost the, the vote. She went, no, no, you didn't. They did. And that was it. Yeah, right. right? And I was like, what? Was that? They Whatever, mum. Yeah. But I was like, but, but what she didn't do was go, it's okay, baby. Do you want me to come round? She didn't pander <laughs> me, but she went, no, they didn't. You did. So, quite a matter of fact. Just that but just positivity. Boom, just again, a little, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And whenever I've done these like big shows or big things, um, I remember I was putting Russell Kane on tour, and that was the first time I did Hamster of Apollo, right? Yeah, right? And that was the dream to do Hamster of Apollo, whether, you know. Yeah. Doing it in your own name was just like, no, never going to happen. But like, just to be on that <laughs> stage. And uh, I, I texted my mum and she was on holiday. She went, oh, no, sorry, we can't come on all day. I'll, I'll come when you do it next time. What? And I was a bit like, what do you mean you can't come? And I was like, just even in that text of yeah. when you do it next time, it's like, the absolute... And I, and I did do it next time. Yeah, yeah, she smashed it. But it's that thing where, like, there's this little thing she said and, like, the other took this and, like, when you do that, get big opportunities. You always say, oh, just because the situation changes doesn't mean you have to. Yeah, right. So you can start telling yourself, 
oh, like I say, oh, do an absolute radio, it's not proper radio. Yeah. The reason I booked you is because I want Rich Wilson. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the worst thing you can do is adapt to your behaviour. There you go. Because, yeah. and just because the situation, oh, that like you're in love with the Apollo, oh, God, just go out and do your set. That's like, why just because the situation, yeah. you're, don't, you don't change, the situation changes. brilliant. So you just turn up and do you. But then the other thing that she said, which is right and really haunting, <laughs> about happiness, she went, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I've got to go. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. It's true. But now I've had kids, I'm like, so right, because you are. I could be living the life. But my, if my daughter comes up and goes, they won't play with me at school. I'm like, well, my life's over now. <laughs> I can't enjoy anything uh, ever again now. I've got oh, some this mate, now. yeah. <laughs> It's so true. I could, you could have like I could be on Netflix. Yeah. You could have like, all the money in the world. O2 Arena sold out. Bush, bush, bush. Like, absolutely. I'm the king. Yeah. One of the kids comes home saying that you're like, oh no, look, that doesn't mean anything. I'm done now. <laughs> and now I'm like on the stage of the O2 going, oh maybe if we just get a couple of the other kids over for a play date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to do. As you're in on big screens in the side. Anyway, just like, yeah, because she did say one of her friends likes pasta. Maybe we could do like pasta. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good it's good that you still have that you you still have your you have still have one foot yeah. in reality yeah because yeah. it must get to a point you know with what you're doing there's a lot of there's a lot of you know in 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 this industry there's a lot of bollocks you can tell you can yeah. i can see how people turn into like <clears throat> dicks basically yeah. but i think what's been good for all my family are very like normal and i don't no one's like my art i no, no. one's like my ass at all it's like so just like, I'm gonna come out. Last, so that, the one I, I, I had a really bad gig, died in my ass. I said, Oh, I said, I my wife, it's awful, it's terrible, you just feel horrendous. She went, It's okay, we're just like thinking of money and yeah. you know, got paid and you know, come home and it's a new day tomorrow. I went, Yeah, I know, but he's good money, but I don't know if I should do it because it's like making me feel you know, that's so stressed. She went, Yeah, yeah, you'll be all right. And can you get some ham from the services? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Two texts there, she's gonna wait 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even give you a moment. No. Just, yeah. yeah, anyway. And that, and then, like, you know, and I, I, so I got in at like midnight and went to bed about 1 a.m. Like last night, for example. But I said, my wife had been up with the kids all week, so I said, no, I'll get up with the kids. Yeah. So I'm up at six. I could quite easily be like, oh, no, actually, I've got to do a TV yeah, thing yeah, tomorrow, yeah, so I want to lend you know. But you could, but you know, but I think, no, I, I want to, yeah. that's more important than that. Yeah, rather, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, like, but you can see how you could. Get a little bit precious, and yeah. you know, actually, I've got to do this thing. It's actually quite stressful, you know. What we've got. <laughs> but like, it's as stressful as you make it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I, would, I think Seinfeld's a great example of how to do well and be happy. Yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. he just like, and he's he's done he's done transcendental meditation for years. Yeah, That's right. what I want to do. But you have to do like a three three or four days in a row, three hours a day. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that, I'll get that, I'll get that gap when I, oh sorry Lou, take the kids, I've got to do a bit of transcendental meditation. Absolutely. Then I'm going to put this flotation tank. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, but, but, um, but yeah, I think he's a good, a good example of someone who, if you love the craft, mm. then you, nothing else matters. Yeah. Get, like, you, I see, you see people in this room going, oh, getting picked up in my mark today, going to do some telly stuff and I'm like, Look, mate, yeah. if you're a big dog, you get picked up at work every day. You ain't a photo opportunity. <laughs> and you ain't a big dog yet. Because you still take pictures of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were genuinely arse smashing it, this ain't a novelty to no. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's brilliant. So, you're still taking pictures of it. Oh, God. <laughs> you ain't doing that work. <laughs> if you think this is newsworthy, yeah, yeah, you ain't yeah, smashing yeah, yeah. it. Because when you're really doing it, that's day it's to just day. As it is. And it ain't yeah. my day to day yet, but no. I know people who it is. Yeah. And they ain't taking pictures of it. <laughs> Oh mate, that's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs>
It's so true. Like, oh, just. And then they start going like, yeah, just live my life here. Yeah. Just don't hate. Just don't hate at me. I'm like, no one gives a fuck about you. <laughs> stop putting pictures up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found it. There's been a couple of times. You end up. You you know. You end up in these. In, I've ended up in VIP areas in clubs and that. And you go, this is shit. I'm in a roped-off yeah. area. All the rest of the club having a great time. <laughs> yeah. I'm stood in the corner with this... Staring at getting yeah. stared at. <laughs> they go, who's that fucking yeah. knobhead? You know. But I've, I've never done... I've never really done all that because I think I came into it a little bit... Not late, but I was like 23 when I started. So I got my getting drunk out of my system. Yeah, yeah, I hit it yeah. hard from like 18 to 25 <laughs> years of working <laughs> in London, going out and drinking and sort of got out of my system a little bit. Where I was like, I love doing stand-up so I uh, for my ideal like night out mm. is to go and do a gig yeah I fucking love gigs like, oh, so like, yeah. you know like sometimes it's not if you've got to drive to the middle of nowhere or you have a, you've done a tenant but like if I've got a bit of time off perfectly like let's go to do a gig in a nice yeah. club on the bill with like mates like, like you're on a yeah, mate yeah, yeah, yeah. have a couple of beers after love it like, that, that, you know I, I just love doing it but there's people that get into it because they want to be famous. They, want, yeah. they love the idea of being a comic rather than the actual graft of doing it. Yeah, right. And I think they're the ones that get a little bit, you know, easily caught up and get a bit flash and stuff like that. And sometimes it's... I don't think... Not many comedians are like it. No. Because you're ta- you've got tangible skill. Yeah. So, like, when I go out and I get a... You know, you do a gig and they love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm at, I, I, one, I'm like, oh, I feel content. That's good feeling. And also people watch it and go, oh, he's good. Yeah. Whereas if you're something, you know, sometimes if you're like on telly, like reality star, so then I sometimes <laughs> act like a bit of a star in order to yeah. get the respect to go, I'll, I'll leave them waiting and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I, what I do is I, like, I ring people bang on the time I'm telling them I'm going to ring them yeah. a bit earlier to be really keen. Because <laughs> then that, that, that panics them more than yeah. ringing late. Everyone rings late. Well, that was it. I mean, I've done a few of these now and I've gone to people's houses and I've made a point of being on time and, and, and yeah. you know, because I don't know, I just don't want to, I don't, I don't want to think I'm a dick. I want yeah. to, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm just professional. I'm well, not, exactly, yeah. yeah. My, 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 my aim would be like, to get like the biggest, like the biggest comic like going that could be a prick and get away with it, but still be really nice. Yeah. I think that's even more powerful than being a dick, isn't Yeah, it? man. It's a bit is. more like panicky, yeah. isn't it? If you're like, yeah. really, you, should, you should be a knob. <laughs> you can get away with being an absolute Yeah, man. That's it, if you can get, if you can get up there, Mm. And you're not far off. You're not far off. You're at that point where you know you, you've got you've got there on your own terms. You haven't been a dick to anyone. Yeah, and that must be an amazing feeling. You know what I mean? That yeah, because well, because you, you, you never you never you never like. I still feel like I'm a, a new cop, like a new comic coming through. But then I do bits and bobs, and I go like, I go, actually no, you're like. And it's weird because you, you don't want to sound like you're being flashed. Be like, no, actually, you, you're on the telly a lot now. Like yeah. you're hosting. Yeah, your own yeah, show yeah. type thing and you're on stuff that's on like it's not just like when I first started and you do like 50 greatest plastic surgery shockers nothing yeah. wrong with doing that but, <laughs> but yeah. you can't it's like you know, you're not, you sort of are on TV but you're not on yeah, TV yeah, and that's yeah, a yeah. weird little middle area but I just sort of um, I, I still just think oh, hopefully that'll get recommended I'm still in that same mindset yeah, just like I hope is... that because you know it's all going wrong now but like I've got like two or three shows on the telly which is great but if the channel go, we don't want them back. Yeah. I've got nothing. Yeah. I've got a tour, so I go on tour, and you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna starve. But it's very quick to go from you're the bloke of the TV to go. Didn't you used to do TV? No, yeah. <laughs> it don't take long. <laughs> and the and the key thing I'm like, my plan is the the main thing I think with anyone doing comedy, whether you're on telly or not on telly, is it's just managing the plateau because yeah. everyone's career goes zoom. Yep. 
at whatever level, so if you're McIntyre, to 10 ICO2, yeah. or if you're at a different level where you go, and you, go, you do really well, you're like, oh, I've got my own Radio 4 sitcom, and I sell out Sophia for a week. Yeah. Amazing. What a, like when I first started, I just wanted to, have to get on the circuit. So you get up to there, yeah, but then man. there'll be a point where McIntyre only does five nights ICO2, yeah. and the person that done the Radio 4 show and the Sophia does a week and does three nights. Yeah. But both McIntyre and that person have got to get their head around not being wanted as much. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, even though that person doing the Sophia is going, what do you mean you've got the aunt baby doing five yeah. nights? Like, but I'm only doing yeah, four. But, but there'll be yeah. someone on the circuit going, oh, what I'd give to have a Radio 4 show. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't believe it. you're moaning that you only get one, you know, and they're going, oh, you can only do three nights at Sophia. Yeah, it's and, funny, isn't it? And then that person that's in all the clubs, there's someone below them going, yeah, but I can't even get an open mic gig now. And you get to do all the club. So like, yeah, everyone, yeah, at whatever yeah, level yeah. you're at, goes through the same feeling because it will it goes up and then it levels out mm. a bit but it's just as long as you're okay with it le- where it levels yeah because it's fine now like you know taking pictures of the murky getting picked up <laughs> it'll be an Addison Lee within a week <laughs> which is still great uh, you're still, still getting yeah, a cab yeah, to yeah. work <laughs> it's still amazing don't lose sight of that don't sit in the Addison Lee with the ump <laughs> and that's the it's danger. so true it's so true man. and then that but then McIntyre might be at the point going well I haven't got my own driver now I've got to just get a, a Merc <laughs> And it's not easy on it's my own car. Yeah. <laughs> but as long as you're okay with that drop off, yeah, and yeah. accept it, keep you know, an eye on it. Yeah. And people you know, read the secret now. And go, yeah, no, no. If I just imagine it, it happens. Well, it won't. <laughs> it might for a bit, but it will drop off. Yeah. You can imagine it as much. Yeah, you want. Yeah. Why don't you start imagining it dropping off a bit and just make sure you're ready for it, so you don't have a full mental <laughs> breakdown. Because it's going to happen. Start doing a Noel Edmonds and asking the universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I imagined it, but I'm still in another <laughs> Did you ever feel? Did you ever have imposter syndrome? I've, I've recently, the last couple of years, I feel like I've earned my place. Yeah. So I don't feel out of place in green rooms now. Yeah. I feel like when I'm when I'm in when I'm with like some of the older comics or yeah. people going longer than me, I don't feel, I don't feel like they're above me now. Yes. I just feel like I'm part of it. Um, Did you ever? Have I that? always have those moments a little bit, but it's human nature. You think, yeah. what, am I, what, am I, what am I doing here? But, but I don't know. I, don't, I, I think in comedy. The results are so tangible yeah. that if you are getting the laughs, well, how, why would why should you feel it? Yeah. If I'm going, if I, I mean, my career was a bit. It did accelerate quite quickly because I I went to Adelaide and got back in like three like an hour for three weeks. I did an hour every day for three weeks. Yeah. So I come back a lot more advanced than my peers because I've been going three years. But yeah. I had the experience of a six year comic, of basically, because I did so yeah, many yeah, hours yeah. and. Um, like when I first did out of ten cats, I remember sitting there and I felt like oh, I've got a good seat. I didn't feel like I was on the show. <laughs> so it's weird. I, I'll, I'll have moments where I'm like, oh god, I shouldn't be here. Then moments where I'm like, no. But then it goes back to at home. I have those moments. Yeah. Once I walk through that green room or work in that TV studio, even if I deep, deep down feel like I don't deserve to be there, yeah. I am there. Right. So feeling that won't help. No. It's not going to help, is it? Yes. It- even if it's the truth. So you've got lights. I went, well, if. Oh, if I weren't good enough, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But, but and also, not only am I good, not only am I good enough, I'm the best one. Like, and, and yeah, have that mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you don't believe it, but just try and like, force yourself to believe it. Yeah. Because then you you act like yeah you're, you, right. you're doing it. Yeah. But like it doesn't help to walk in no. and feel oh I don't deserve to be here because it's not going to help you do your gig either. No, and also then right. they're winning if they're giving you a bit of shit. You know? Yeah. So I, did, I, did, I did the Jonathan Ross show with Kevin Hart, right? Wow. So it's Tiffany Haddish yeah. and Kevin Hart. <coughs> And now I'm going on after Tiffany Addish and Kevin Kevin. Wow. So like, even now, like, I've got speaking, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering I'm nervous. I'm like, so I'm sitting there going, 
I've got to follow Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, I would say, is one of the, if not the biggest comedians yeah, in the world, yeah. right? And also, not only that, he is the best on a chat show, isn't he? Yeah. He's so energetic. And if you think I'm up, he's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's up now because I'm like worrying now. Because I'm like, oh God, but if he's too up, then how yeah. can I be up like that? And then I was like, and I went, no, you've got, I've just got, you've got, you've got to go it. for it. Yeah. You've just got to give it some and not back down. So I'm stuck like, and just, but I think you, really like sort of respected that I went in and give it some and was yeah. trying I was like no leave it I kept calling him Kev and stuff like that and then, <laughs> uh, and then he started bigging me up in the end because like, it's that's the way I saw that when he, yeah. he, he, he picked started, up your tour, he picked yeah. up my tour and I, I think it is a bit like and I thought there was no need to worry because he I'm no threat to him no at all I'm just a British comic on this show right yeah. and I've come in full of energy positivity and trying to be funny I'm not yeah. mugging anyone off no trying to be and, and then I remember like actually we're all we're, as much as we all slack off other comedians or like I there's comedians I can't even watch I think it's all that stuff's yeah, awful yeah. but I always respect them of course as a comic because yeah. they get up and do it even if I don't like it and you know people do like it yeah. I would always go even if I think you're rubbish I've got that that, yeah. that union yes. with you that we go through that same thing that Absolutely. actors and singers and they don't do yeah. we do this and I think on that show it was a bit like that where it was like I'm going to big you up because I know how hard it is what you do yeah, and with yeah, that little yeah. thing and he was really nice to me and stuff like that and, and actually but I could have really bottled that and really packed of I think we did really well Ian Sterling did really well on Jonathan Ross when Peter Kay was on it yeah, Again, he right. had to go on after Peter Kay was wow. on but he was hungry yeah. Ian as well and that little bit of nervous energy helped and he did had a really good yeah. set like as it were on there and I think you've just got to, even if you don't feel worthy feel as unworthy as you want at home yeah they're not doing you a favour by having you on there's a reason oh, that yeah. you're on yeah. but at home you can think oh, I don't deserve this I shouldn't be doing this yeah. but once you walk in there you switch you're meant to be there. Alex, I remember Alex Ferguson Alex Ferguson's book he said um, when he goes out and does a press conference it, and I do this sometimes before I go out and do a gig he's like they want Alex Ferguson yeah. they don't want what you're feeling at the moment no and like, as much as I'm Rob Beckett at the stage, I'm the Rob Beckett that is presented yeah, as a comedian. Yeah. I, ain't real, I don't walk out and go, oh, I'm having a nightmare with the kids at home. And <laughs> sometimes there's jokes like that, but it's not... Yeah, but you're not... You're, it's yeah. not like, I'm not actually catching up with mates. <laughs> you're delivering a performance. You're performing, and, yeah. And, you know, and Alex Ferguson's like, some days you feel like, I've got no energy, I'm not that fiery, confident, passionate, successful manager, yeah. but that press conference is waiting for Alex Ferguson. So you've just got to turn it on and it's going to work isn't it as yeah of course like, it is yeah. it's not just a hobby I love it like you are going to work you've just got to go to work yeah in and, order to keep those gigs yeah. coming and that yeah well yeah is it, you know, it must be GPs or surgeons like oh god it's a you know it's a tough thing but you don't want to go and go oh, I'm not sure if I can do this surgery it's <laughs> away from me you've got, even, you know because you probably can but it's just a mental thing telling yeah, you you can't yeah, so you've yeah. just got I've, I've just worked really hard at switching to I can do this yeah, even brilliant. if I genuinely think I can't yeah. and then after a while when you convince yourself so much you don't really know if you, if you no. think you can or you can't <laughs> you just go out and do something uh, I think you just and the more you do these things the more you more yeah. used to it you, you get, get you know that's, yeah. I think think uh, think less and do more yeah it's great people like and uh, you know at the moment there's a big thing about just analyse I just want to analyse how like, that makes me feel what you said and, and I think there's a definitely a space for like counselling and stuff like that but mm. sometimes you can be it can be black and white yeah you can just go I'm just going to do that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you can't overthink why you're doing it or what yeah. you're doing just, just do it especially with comedy because you only get better on stage you yes. just go you can sit at home going yeah but why does that bit work just go and do that and yeah. find out yeah think less do more and just do it and then you'll find out <laughs> on the think, way I think that's what is it's so important now that well, yes we need to have these conversations and yes we need to be thinking about 
you know the way the way things are, yeah, yeah. especially the way men have behaved in the past. Yeah. And men we've grown up with, not, not you know that have, that we've been out on a on a night out and they're all a bit oh look at her fucking smashing into that. Yeah, you know, and you're going oh yeah yeah, but really in your head like oh fuck this is horrible. Yeah, but not doing you know so but at the same time you can go too far the other way. Yes, and overanalyze and over, everything yeah. you've ever said and and stuff like that. And I, but I think you know that, that that's you know that's a bit more of a different thing with like you know, pulling people up on what they're saying. But I think it's like an individual personal thing of yeah. if you're worrying about a thing or doing things, just, just, just do it. Just do it. You yeah. just got to go and do it. And like, and, and, and you'll, you'll surprise yourself with like the adrenaline when you're, when you're yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like going for like, trying to get a bit fierce, going for a run, just get, go, get up and go out and walk. You just yeah. walk around the block and come home again. But then yeah. the next night do it twice. Do you know what I mean? That's just, it. Yeah. I think you can, I could, I would waste time going, yeah, maybe if I got that pair of shoes. Oh yeah. That that'd be good for my feet because the way my body's built, or yeah, but maybe if I if I cut out great, you know, just yeah, just, like, just you know, do it, just do it, just do it, just do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny, isn't it? It's just that I've said this to people before. If you just do whatever you do differently to what you did yesterday, mm. it's still progress. Yeah, exactly. So if, if you just go, I'm gonna have a cup of tea. I'm not gonna have a biscuit with it today. Yeah, just a little thing. Just yeah. Yeah, and then it gets to a point you go, oh, I'm gonna have a biscuit mm. in ages. And if I, if I can't find that motivation, that's when I put on like a. YouTube motivation yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and then just get up and walk, just walk to that or do something. Just I don't know. Just I think sometimes you can sit and plan and procrastinate. And go, let's yeah. do it, just do it to get done. Just, just do it. Well, oh, we went and got bought curtains <laughs> within a minute. We went in there, yeah. and curtains feels like something that could spend weeks. Yeah, and uh, we went just get some curtains. I mean, they're, they're the curtains you can see. Rich. They're just quite plain curtains. Aren't they? For me, the best curtain you can buy is a curtain no one notices. Yeah, right. I've never noticed a nice pair, but I certainly <laughs> noticed some shockers. <laughs> see, I go the other way. I like them bright and well. Yeah, that's your yeah, thing. Isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. for me. I'll, I'll probably think your curtains are awful. Probably. But for me, they're great. Play, you don't even know. They do the job. Stop mucking about. I can't see the sun. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. And they, people can't see me at night. That's it, yeah. And really, like, when we, we booked them, someone, oh, you've got you decided on curtains already? I went, yeah, sure. What do they look like? I went, no idea. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they look like. <laughs> but they did the job and I'm they happy. They did the job. It's not even like about, like, you know, having more money to be able yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, I remember I used to beat myself up because I'm a bit of a fetchist. It's like, if I was making... Uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a little, little bit of work, my wife a bit of work. And I will go, oh, I make some guacamole. For mix, I make guac- a homemade guacamole, nice. right? And I go out, but I couldn't find any coriander and limes. I'd find myself driving up five different times because I've decided I've got. And then, I, but then recently, I was just like, I'm not having. I'm not gonna have guacamole. I'm gonna buy a pot of it and never think about it ever yeah, again. Yeah, so it, just yeah. do it. Just get that. Don't not go. And instead of going, oh no, I did think I was gonna do yeah. it. And I have said I'm gonna do it. And like trying to please people and trying to please my own way. Yeah, just go, no, yeah, just yeah. do it. Just just get that. And don't think. Yeah. Oh, just just pick up two pieces. It's done. I'm just like, like and just sort of really shorten decision yeah. because you can spend weeks for going like, oh no, yeah. no. well because you have to like. You know, like, oh, what door handles you want? Oh, I know. Like, just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. But, but, but that, just being immediate... But then you're not like, worrying yeah. about it. And, no. it's like, and there is there is something in that thing of, like... I know, you know, Einstein had one outfit, didn't he? He did, yeah. He had seven suits, like, yeah. with, like, seven shirts and seven ties. And you just wear that every day. And there's, there's something in that. Like, there is. The thought of just, like, just taking... Listen, taking unnecessary decisions out of your life. Yeah. Which is just, just have that. Don't try and overcomplicate it. And, you know. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I'm more, I like, I've got a billion pairs of shoes. Yeah. I've got all these scarves and hats yeah. and, and sometimes like that, I just wear, oh, I wish I just wore tracksuits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I'm making work for myself. <laughs> I know, yeah. But if you're into fashion, it's different, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, but I, yeah, I just think, I, I'm just really trying. I think maybe as well, when you become 
a, like a dad and like, especially at the stage I'm at I've got one year on a free roll it's like you have no time anyway so I'm like, wait I'll just read like I will suffer like a shit film just because I'll, I'll just watch it yeah I'm not just gonna yeah, I just think I just <laughs> I don't need to think about anything I don't wanna, yeah I don't wanna, or like, when you're driving around Bromley looking for figs <laughs> yeah. just, I don't want for like I did that the other day I was in Shoebury Ness I was driving around I said, and my missus said we just need figs go with the cheese I'm like you fucking mental <laughs> And then they went, no, I haven't got any. I went, how can you run out of figs in yeah, Shoebury? Yeah. But then it becomes, that ruins your day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fig drop. Like, and I find myself getting worked up. And then, then you're having a bit of road rage with someone. Over figs. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And you go, who am I? What? Yeah, but what does it matter? You it have doesn't cheese. matter. Don't have any cheese. <laughs> but I said I would. Yeah. So you won't. <laughs> but you get what, that was what the Ruby Wax book's really good because she said she got obsessed with a certain type of blue cushion. She spent hours and hours trying to research and find this blue cushion. Yeah, and then right. She was like, I don't, was it matter? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, like... Because <laughs> well, I think that's the thing, you get so used to something anyway. Yeah. You don't even, the arguments we have had over these sofas, I don't. I couldn't even tell you what they look like. <laughs> I thought like, I've got a grey one and a blue one. Yeah. <laughs> you just decide, it doesn't yeah. matter. But it's funny, isn't it? Growing, like, when we... Again, going back to how we grew up, you know, very working class, I never had mayonnaise until I was 19 when I left home. <laughs> mayonnaise? Yeah, never had it. It was all salad cream and yeah, yeah. it was all very basic indoors. So now I'm arguing over figs. I think we've got. I think we've just got too many options. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I was listening to your. I listened to your uh, the Magic Sponge. Oh yeah. Podcast. And again, I'm not into. Not, I don't follow football, but it was interesting listening to that. Listening to Paul Merson, and I listened to uh, what's his name, David Bentley. Yeah, he's mad. Isn't he? Yeah, and it was really interesting to go. Wow, there is that laddie kind of. That we've grown up with. Yeah, I still existed in football. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. That Shitting in things. There's a lot of shitting in things. I don't know what happens to men, but they will just shit in things if they're in a group together. Yeah, women don't do that. Oh, I don't know. know no, but I don't know any stories yeah. of... Yeah, I was yeah, out with the girls, shatting her handbag. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's really happened. It's an odd... But then maybe that's because, you know, girls, because of society, are expected to be like... You know, that's sensible and yeah. pretty, and you know, like, oh no, don't ruffle anyone's feathers, yeah, and like, yeah, you know, when yeah, blokes yeah. can get away with that. Cause of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, are you all right for time? Are we, are we good? Yeah, a bit, yeah, we're, well, yeah, a bit longer right. if you want. So I just clapped. Um, yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Wicked. Cheers, Lovely. man. I've enjoyed it. I don't well, know what we spoke about. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is all about having the conversations and showing <laughs> everyone that we're not sex offenders yet. Well, yet. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still time. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. Insane in the membrane. So that was Rob Beckett. What a chat that was. What a man he is. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. You can find him all over the television. The man is everywhere at the moment. So check him out. He's absolutely brilliant. If you've just found the podcast, subscribe now and tell your friends to do the same. And skip back to the start of the series to find out why Phil Ellis's dad had a fight with a shark. The story's quite horrific, really. Basically, a shark, he saw the fin. Yeah. So my dad went, mine. And he just weighed it out with this thing from his kit bag, which was like half hammer, half thing wow. beat it to death. And I went, Dad, why did you do that? He went, well, I didn't understand it. Thanks to Zen on Gaku for the music and Jade Adams for the inspiration. Producer was Paul Daniels at darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Talk to us on Twitter and Instagram at Membrane Podcast. This is Rich Wilson. Take care. Ta-da. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.